0: This is Franchise Today, brought to you by FRM Solutions, providers of the best-in-class software solutions for franchise relationship management. Franchise Today is your destination for weekly information, conversations, and interviews with accomplished industry leaders, all of whom share best practices for sustainable growth and sensible franchising. Here now, your host, Stan Friedman, to kick off
1: this week's podcast. It's Wednesday, September 9th. I'm Stan Friedman, and this is Franchise Today. I want to open today's episode by again thanking John Teza for joining us last week. This interview was long overdue with a guy that I've enjoyed knowing and watching grow over the decades since I met him. And my guess is, based on his current trajectory, the next 10 years will be better still for he and those in his orbit at hand in stone, as well as the industry at large. Today's interview is with another guy that I believe is tracking toward a bright path ahead as well. Few have heard of him yet, but his current international best-selling book, Franchising Freedom, released this week on Amazon Kindle and soon to be available in paperback, will change all of that. Peter Daly Dixon joins us in just a few minutes to talk about the book, which I was proudly invited to contribute to. Our time with Peter today will be spent talking about the book and its 15 contributing co-authors. But, mark my words, Peter's passion, empathy, and intractable determination will see him climb well past this, his initial foray into franchising. Peter is one of those guys who dreams big and envisions possibilities. And then, not knowing how lofty some of his goals might be, he simply puts his head down and executes, transforming those dreams into reality. I wasn't kidding last week when I teased Peter suggesting that he might make a great franchisor. He's executed against his vision for this book on what I deem to be an aggressive, if not impossible, timeline. But he did it because he could see it, and then because nobody told him he couldn't. Guess what? He got it done. Peter is a fascinating guy, filled with empathy and passion. Things that it takes to succeed in franchising, and he's here to join us in two minutes or less when we come back from this break.
0: Franchise Today will be right back, but first, a word from our sponsors.
1: We are all familiar with Vistage, YPO, and EO. Well, now comes Zor Forum, a somewhat similar type of executive group, but this one comes with a twist. Zor Forum groups are exclusively for franchisors. Imagine a peer group for sharing and networking on a platform built exclusively for franchise executives. Zor Forum members are afforded unparalleled access to best practices and some of the brightest minds within the franchising world through regular meetings and a dedicated communications platform. In this post-COVID world, a franchise-specific mastermind or peer group is an endeavor worth making time for. Zorforum groups of six to ten will bring leaders together that are in similar situations but with exclusivity in terms of their competitive sets so that each can openly help others benefit from their respective knowledge, perspective, and experience with no fear of competitive loss. Network, learn, strategize, and remain motivated along your journey. Join a peer group, not just any peer group. Join the only one designed for emerging franchisors. Join Zorforum. Learn more at zorforum.org. That's www.zorforum.org. Peter Danley Dixon is the co founder and CEO of Macanta, a software company in the UK serving startup and emerging franchise or brands. One of his partners was already a best selling author prior to the start of their joint venture and knew the value of having a book and what it could do for a startup or emerging business. From that knowledge came the idea of taking it a step further and inviting others to join in the creation of a collaborative multi author publication, the premise being that more would be better. In terms of assuring success, and that with more than fewer stakeholders, a rising tide would lift all ships. Well, Peter was right. The book's been released as an international best seller on Amazon Kindle, and here to talk about all of this and more is Peter Daly Dixon. Peter Daly Dixon, welcome to Franchise Today.
2: Mr. Stan Friedman, thank you. It's a privilege to be here.
1: Well, it's fun to have you here because the audience is going to get to hear somebody who speaks proper English. And we're going to talk about how we came together with this project called Franchising Freedom and available for download on Amazon. But we're going to come back to that bit of information. Let's Mm -hmm. start the story at the beginning. Every guest that takes a seat on this podcast has to help us rewind the tape to tell us when and where franchising and they came together. So, Let's do that first, and then we'll okay. come up to date, and we'll talk about the current project.
2: Yeah, cool. Happy to do that. Professionally in my career, I was always involved pretty much with CRMs and databases, and and uh, and then latterly with uh, with automation, automating marketing, automating uh, systems uh, and, and processes. And uh, it was when I got together with my with my business partner Peter DeVilliers, about three years ago. Now I suppose uh, he brought his. Engineering and, and systems experience. Um, he has a best selling book on Amazon in his own right. Well, he's, he's got two now with, with franchising freedom, but he, he wrote a book on the, the, the three key systems that, that any, any business needs to, to thrive and scale without, without killing the owner. And we kind of put all this together um, that in the interim, I had developed a piece of software that uh, worked alongside a fairly significant player in the CRM space in, in the US and, and in fact, globally. But it was in working with Peter that we decided to spin this piece of software out on its own merits so that you didn't require this other piece of software. Like all new ventures like that, you you get to thinking, who can I sell it to? What's the best place to to kind of uh, put this and focus our our efforts? And this kept coming back to franchising. And I'm not sure who the first person was that that mentioned it, but the more we talked about it and the more we sort of dug into it, the more it just made sense because franchising it's not just about systems and and processes, but that's a large part of it. That's what allows a franchise to scale successfully is is through the successful adoption by people other than the franchisor. And Peter and I had built a a system in in Macanta that allowed a business owner to encode, if you like, both the data and the relationships in their business to allow them to scale it. So then taking it to the next kind of obvious step, if you like, and being able to roll that out to to their franchisees uh, just made sense. So kind of that brings us full circle, really, to franchising freedom, the book was almost like an experiment to test the market. Uh, you know, we, we knew that we had the ability to write a, a book ourselves to kind of start to position ourselves in the market. And therein lies one of the things that I found out about the franchising community when I started having conversations with people about the franchising freedom book, just the sheer generosity of spirit, the, the lack of sense of competing with each other, it's almost like franchising itself is the thing that people are involved in as opposed to the specific thing that they supply to a particular franchise they have. I think I, I shared that with you and, and you definitely resonated with that. It kind
1: of confuses people who get into the franchising space for the first time, who enter from other verticals. They come to an International Franchise Association convention, which is an annual event, and they come thinking that they're going to approach franchising the way they do other verticals that they may transact business in. And they leave all excited by the number of business cards that they've generated. And then people like me come along and tell them, this doesn't work the way other verticals do. And don't get too excited too quickly about that number of business cards you've collected at this conference. It's what you do with those cards between now and months from now, weeks, months, and maybe even a year that will make a difference between what that card's value brings to you or not. This is no sprint in the world of franchising. We are not a transactional business. This is a relational business. And until people know how much you care, they really don't care how much you know.
2: Absolutely. And, you know, that is a truism in life as it is in business, as it does seem to be really evident and obvious in franchising. And it's really, the point is really well made by Brian Holmes, who's one of the uh, authors and contributors to Franchising Freedom. And he talks about the sense of community and how pretty much all of his closest friends are people that he has met as a result of being involved in franchising, and that just really speaks to the the strength and depth and quality of relationships that that exist within this community and to be fair, Stan on one level, I hate to keep referring back to a conversation which the listener has not been party to, but you know the conversation that we had about the book, I just said that I live for connection and relationship and if you were to speak to anyone that that knows me to ask them to sum me up in one word they'd say probably yeah connection probably um just always about looking for connection talking
1: about things that we haven't shared with the audience yet let's go back to the backstory of what today's episode is all about and why Mm -hmm. you're here Mm -hmm. So back in July, I get a, a LinkedIn ping. I think it was a LinkedIn ping from Peter who was trying to tap into a conversation with me to talk about this book project that was upcoming. And I shared this last week with the audience. I'll recap it here again. I get this contact about a book that's going to be published and there will be 15 or 20 contributors, each of whom will do a chapter of the book. And then it will all get stitched together into a comprehensive guide or tool from various points of view of authors that consist of attorneys, consultants, brokers, all different points on the compass of franchise relationships and franchise core competencies. I asked Peter what the timeline was for this, and he said 30 days. And I scratched my head and said, wow, now there is an ambitious undertaking and an even more ambitious timeline. So I wondered whether this was something that I could actually facilitate and consider doing and participating in for any number of reasons, time being the biggest concern that I had. I remember telling you, Peter, I just, I've got a pass on this. If I can be a resource to you, feel free to tap me again and let me try to be helpful to you. I don't know that I kept an eye on the clock in our conversations, but I know we had lengthy, lengthy discussions and, and they were as much fun for me for the same reason as you hmm. it's all about relationships and it's hmm. all about the people first hmm. so let's go back and talk about how this project even began whose idea was franchising freedom and how do you and andrew Priestley, your cohort in this project align and what's the relationship there
2: yeah great question i, I will just say that stan h- hearing you kind of give that little part of history from your perspective part of me thinking bloody hell peter sorry am i allowed to swear that's um, a podcast right? you
1: can say worse no. than that you're still okay
2: <laughs> okay good an r-rated podcast is good just hearing it back though, just thinking man peter you had a bit of audacity really to to, to think that you could do this that, that alone the, the cheekiness to engage with people like stan and and uh and the like but sometimes you know you kind of when you have an idea it's about just taking action on it and that's uh that's what i did it reminds me of a, a quote that i had through to me the other day it said between saying and doing many a pair of shoes is worn out for Myra Smurdock. and uh, one of the things that I've learned in business primarily is that the the shorter you can make the gap between saying something and doing something, the greater the chance there is of of that thing actually being a success. and And the other thing that I found to be true is that the more people that have a vested interest and almost a sense of ownership of something happening, again, the better the chance of success. So, anyway, just to answer your question more directly, the the so you've you've had the the backstory of the backstory. So now let's have the, the backstory of the book. Once my business partners uh, and I, so the business of McAnto is myself, uh, Peter de Villiers and his brother, Jean. Once we decided that we did want to focus our efforts, if you like, on franchising, we thought, well, how do we kind of position ourselves? How do we you know, start to be seen in this uh, in this world? I think I, I said earlier that Peter, my business partner, has published a book on Amazon. So he knows about that process. And we thought, well, writing a book, being, being an author is... Quite a significant step towards being seen as a, as an authority. So we could do that. We could put together a, a book on our take on you know what's involved in automating systems in a franchise. I mean, Peter, that's probably what he would have done. But because I'm in the mix as well, and because of my focus and you know, desire for connection, why don't we why don't we see if we can get other people involved, book as well? And I was at that point. That uh, that Peter said, well, why don't we have a chat with Andrew? Because Andrew is a friend of uh, Peter's. Andrew has a very successful business coaching practice, and Peter and John, in a previous iteration of their. Uh, The business lives had had been coached by Andrew, and Peter knew that that Andrew had quite a few books on Amazon. So we went to him just to talk about the idea, and he said, "You know, I have a publishing company, don't you? That that specialises in in multi-author books." And (laughs) my jaws kind of hit the floor, and that's kind of real, a real sort of iteration and affirmation of of a lesson, both for myself and hopefully for you know the the listeners hearing, is that when you have an idea and you're thinking about bringing something to the world, talk to people. People about it. Don't hold it in because it's when you talk to people about your idea that you find doors opening that you didn't even know there was a there was a doorway. So Andrew very very quickly saw the potential both in the subject matter and and the opportunity for us to connect with people like you, San, and uh, and all the other people that have all the people that have ended up in the book. Um, But for all the people that are in the book, there's probably two or three others that aren't. You know, because I've had a lot of conversations uh, to to get to the um, you know final quota if you like. And then we plugged into Andrew's process for getting multi-author books done and dusted. And and as you say, we're in pre-order now on Kindle and on Friday. At some time, the book will be released. And in my head, I I like to think of the the tens of thousands of people that have pre-ordered it, but I suspect that it's um, not quite as many as that. But uh, they'll they'll get access to the copy and then we'll we'll then transfer the rankings onto the paperback and Andrew will then upload that to to Amazon and we'll have uh, both the paperback and the Kindle version on there as well.
1: Well, whether or not it's tens of thousands, I will say that this is a major undertaking in a very short period of time. The book went into pre-release about two or three days ago, and currently it's listed right now as the number one small business franchise in the USA book, in the small business franchise in the USA category, number one in the UK, small business and entrepreneurship, number two in the UK, in the home-based business category. Wow. So whatever the number be, ten thousands or more or less, the numbers that I look at are the ones that say one, two. And, but,
2: yeah, <laughs> that's amazing. Those little yeah. numbers
1: are big numbers.
2: <laughs> yeah, and and you know, not not having anything to compare it to, I said my business partner has a number one, and I know other people that had number ones. What well, one part of me is thinking? Well, maybe it's easy to get to number one on Amazon, but Andrew, obviously, who not only is a published author many times on Amazon, but has taken people like me through the process of getting other authors together for you know their own book idea. He said, listen, Peter, I'll be straight with you. I'd have been happy with a, with a top 100. So top 50, brilliant. Top 20, amazing. The fact that you've got, when we had this conversation, I think we were currently only number three. He said to get in the top three, that is astounding. He said, do, please, please do not underestimate what's involved to, to get there. So yeah, I'm absolutely thrilled to bits. And yes, it was an ambitious undertaking, but sometimes when you're ignorant of something, you don't really know what's involved. You kind of just get on and do it. I think if somebody had told me right at the very beginning of what was going to be involved and kind of getting everything together, perhaps I would have said, ah, oh, no, it's probably a little too much to, to bite off and, and chew on at this, at this moment, you know, because we've got a business to run at the same time. But I'm sure as heck glad I did it. Yes, the rankings on Amazon are great, but for me, it's, the, it's the, the seeds that have been sown with the relationship of, you know, these people that I'm looking down. Yourself, obviously, Shireen, Smith, Marisa Roque, Stephen Maker, Matt Frenthway, Darren Taylor, Kim Daly, Paul Mitchell, Aveline Clark, Brian Holmes, Haroon Davis, uh, Dennis, sorry, Tommy Ballam, Robert James. These guys who, they, they as you've said, they range from franchising attorneys to highly successful franchisors. Some of them are franchisees in other businesses. A lot of them are, are franchise consultants and brokers. There, there must be hundreds and hundreds of years of experience in franchising in the book. And to be able to start to refer to these people as colleagues, I would like to think some of them friends, that some of them will develop into, into friendship. That for me is the biggest, personally is the biggest win out of doing this project.
1: Let's come back and talk a little bit more about some of the contributors and their chapters and get a little deeper into the final product, Franchising Freedom. On Amazon is a Kindle publication with a paperback to follow. We're speaking with Peter Daly Dixon, author of Franchising Freedom. We'll be right back.
0: Franchise Today, we'll be right back. But first, a word from our sponsors.
1: This portion of Franchise Today is brought to you by Zoracle, providers of spot-on profiles, the gold standard of assessment tools that assure you're selecting the right franchisees every time. Unlike DISC or others that simply gauge personality or communication styles, Zoracle's spot on assessments are all franchise specific and based upon seven sciences that nail the results each and every time. Your prospects simply answer a few questions online, and like magic, Zoracle's algorithms scientifically slice, dice, and analyze their thresholds for risk, their business acumen, and even their propensity for single or multi unit ownership. Zoracle's spot on analysis is like having a crystal ball. But there's no hoodoo here. It's all based upon science that flawlessly determines franchisee, franchisor compatibility, and accurately predicts performance. Why don't you schedule a demo today and take a complimentary look and see for yourself it's the closest thing to a sure thing. Zorical, spot on assessments based on science but delivering results that seem simply magical. Check them out at www.zoracleprofiles.com, And we are back to continue the conversation with Peter Daly Dixon about franchising freedom on Amazon as a Kindle publication. Peter, it's great having you here as my guest today. Later today, I get to appear on Brian Holmes' podcast, which, as you mentioned earlier in this broadcast, we talked about the closeness relationship, the closeness of franchising. And the reality is that every day where I think I've been in this business long enough to know everybody who is in this business, it kind of slaps me in the side of my head sometimes when I learn that there's a guy like Brian doing what he's doing, also a podcaster in the franchising space. And I don't think he and I know each other yet. Wow! And we're going to rectify that later today. That's brilliant. So, I want to spend a few minutes talking about those that you've rounded up. And by the way, I want to tell the audience that while I passed on your original Opportunity, your original invitation to contribute a chapter to the book, because I just didn't think I could. In that timeline, I had too much on my plate. But I was honored to have you circle back and invite me to have a quick read of the galley and see if I was interested in authoring the forward to the book, which to me was a real honor. And it took a lot less effort and energy for me to give the book a read and then think about what I would say about it than it would have been to think about what I'm going to say in a whole chapter. Uh, I would have needed a month to think that through, much less writing. So mm. it all worked out in the end, didn't it?
2: It did, and just kind of, if I can just pick up a, a couple of points on that, is that. Firstly, of all of the conversations, and I'm not blowing smoke up your ass here, of all the conversations I had with people about being in the book, might well have been because you have a software company that's kind of doing similar things. So there was a point of reference and an affinity there, and you, you know, you gave me some good advice on, on our call. So there was that, but there was also your your sheer depth of experience in franchising on all different parts of the compass to, to borrow your phrase. So when I was thinking about who I wanted to write the forward, although I was disappointed that you passed on being involved, I've had all fingers and all toes. Cr- crossed when I came back to you and said hey, would you um the, write the forward and um, one of the things that one of the things that I got from when, when you uh, emailed you forward to, to andrea and myself I mean because I've obviously seen the individual articles as they've been coming in kind of piecemeal but I had had never read them in the order that, that Andrew, who kind of had the, the final editorial say on on the book. I'd never read the book from cover to cover, um, as you generously committed to doing over the, the weekend before you making your decision. And and what you pulled out, when I read your forward, it made me want to go and read it from cover to cover because you found the threads that are, when you're aware of them from reading your forward, that do exist in the book. And yeah, you uh, you did the job and you did it did it really well. And it was, you, you wrote about uh, passion and empathy just the the, the number of times that those words and the sentiment behind those words, when you're aware of them up front, you recognize are in there all the way through.
1: To the point you made earlier, Peter, about franchising being about systems and tools that provide ways to implement systems, it is about that. But there's nothing about franchising that screams any louder than relationship and relationship management and passion and empathy Mm -hmm. are threads that any brand, no matter what its concept, if it's going to scale for sustainable growth and be a long-time player, be a marathon player, not a sprinter. Those two things are deeply ensconced in the culture of that business, and culture is a lot harder to see than the CRM or the tools and the systems. You can't live in franchising without a positive and solid culture, Mm -hmm. and those are built on passion and empathy. I've left you speechless.
2: (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, was waiting for, I was waiting. I was waiting for the question.
1: <laughs> no, it doesn't always work that way on this podcast, Peter. I want to talk about the authors and spend a little time pulling out some of the pieces of the puzzle, if you would. That entice some that are listening to want to read this book so
2: i I don't want to i don't want to to be fair though i don't want to pull out too much no i get that you know i want people as soon as they've heard this just to go to amazon and and order their copy well i mean but we've got
1: authors on three continents correct yeah yes we do yeah
2: us uk and and australia
1: multi-disciplines so just give them a little bit
2: yeah so we've got a couple of attorneys as you call them lawyers as we call them in in the uk in the book one is a specialist on ip and protecting your intellectual property from a Brand perspective. That's uh, Shireen Smith. Marissa Walkway, she's a very, very highly experienced uh, franchise attorney based out of New Jersey. I loved her approach to her article because it's titled Inside the Mind of the Prospective Franchisee How Franchisors Can Show That They're One of the Good Guys, One of the Good Ones. And it, it's helping because Marissa works with both franchisors and franchisees. Her contribution to the book is hey, franchisors, you know that you've got a great business and you've built your franchise out of it. But but just stop for a moment because you might have forgotten, if you've ever thought about it, what's actually going on in the mind of a brand new prospective franchisee who's thinking about investing in your franchise. That's just all about empathy and, and listening and, and, uh, and communication. Um, so that, that's like one of the first chapters and the communication aspect is is picked up at the end by by Andrew Priestley. When he talks about, you know, get this wrong and nothing else matters. He speaks a lot about communication and keeping the lines of communication open, both with the franchise to the franchisees, but also franchisees to so their clients. So we've got a, a legal kind of basis to the book. The, the legal aspect of, of franchising is represented. And then the next chapter from Stephen Maker, who is a phenomenally successful franchise broker with Franchise, And therein, again, speaks to this, something I mentioned earlier, Stan, this sense of there's no competition, this apparent sense that there's no competition in franchising, that everyone's working to the same common good, if you like, for franchising as a whole. Because Stephen is one of three franchise brokers in the book, which on one level, you might think three franchise brokers, but each one of the three, so Stephen, Matt Frenthway, and, and Kim Daly, each has a different take on this world of franchising. And that's that's what's just you know just so, so exciting to see. I mentioned Matt, Darren Taylor, again, very, very successful franchisor. He's gone from being a franchisee of a garden-based business in the UK then buying the franchise off the franchisor to then acquiring a couple of other man and van type franchises to very soon, if not already, taking a holding company public on the stock market, holding all of those franchise brands. So that's the story there of there's anyone listening to this podcast thinking about franchising the business or started down the journey, reading Darren's story about starting out really just to, he talks about, I just, I just wanted a job for myself and to, to kind of add a little bit more to my wife's landscaping Business certainly to achieve all that as a, as a fantastic story. I, I can carry on, I kind of feel like I'm rambling a bit, but Paul Mitchell, he's kind of a bit like the UK equivalent of you, Stan. Not that the comparison is necessarily appropriate, but experience both as a as a franchisor, as a franchisee, as a franchise consultant. Nearly forty years he's been in franchising, so it's great to get that kind of UK perspective in there uh, as well. And then the the first of our um, Tipidean contributions from down under, uh, Aveline Clark. Heard when I read the title of her chapter stand, it was like I know that phrase, but what can be the hidden secret behind it? So she talks about the hidden secret behind the success of Would you like fries with that? And that that's one of the chapters that really speaks so powerfully to the importance of the human connection when you are transacting the business in a, in a franchise. And she, she shares a story from when she was working in McDonald's as a teenager to bring that home. We've already mentioned Brian. He talks about the, the concept of being a, a frantrepreneur. He said it's in times of turmoil like COVID-19 uh, where the world needs franchisees and franchisors to, to really make a difference. That's a great chapter. My fellow partner in crime, Peter the is. He, uh, he talks briefly on the, the three key systems that your franchise needs, kind of like taking excerpts from his book. Haroon Danis is another guy in the UK. Just franchising a business, Dan, you know, is difficult at the best of times. Well, when lockdown happened in the UK, Haroon's business, Skin HQ, they ran face-to-face skincare consultations in their five clinics across the UK. So lockdown happens. What happens to your revenue? It disappeared overnight. And yet, in the middle of all that, he doubled down on his vision to franchise his business, which had kind of just only been thoughts and ideas up to that point. And he shortened that distance between saying and doing that I referred to earlier. And he has franchised his business in the middle of the COVID-19 lockdown. And if if that doesn't speak to the power of mindset and the importance of connecting with people, so he's, it was already connected with at least one of the other contributors to the book, he talks on that kind of global vision mindset. Tommy Ballam, great guy. Tommy, if you're listening to this, you might not know that you were the, the first author to say yes on, uh, on my reaching out to people. So you're responsible for this because it, it gave me a real boost of, in confidence that, yeah, I'm not actually just spouting nonsense, that there is something here which people like Tommy. Tommy's got the, the most successful children's entertainment franchise in the UK. And he writes on what he learned about selling franchises virtually. So again, during COVID-19, he sold four franchise licenses online and he takes the reader through the, the few-step process that he, he figured out. Uh, to get that success. And the the last two chapters are filled out also by representatives of Down Under. Robert James, who does live in Australia on Sunshine Coast, he built uh, James Home Services, I think, into a $20 million home services franchise in uh, in Australia. It might actually have been worldwide as well. So when you have somebody who's got that level of success in franchising, you know that their contribution to a book like Franchising Freedom, you're going to learn from somebody like that. And lastly, Andrew Priestley, as I said, Australian Lives in the UK. His chapter is "Get This Wrong and Nothing Else Matters." He talks about communication as one of the things that that's important. So I liked in your forward is how you talked about uh, the different points of the compass, and and there you have it. You know, we've got franchisees, we've got franchisors, we've got franchising attorneys, lawyers, we've got consultants, we've got suppliers. And everybody just focused on giving people different parts of the puzzle. And let's face it, you only need to, as a franchisee or a franchisor, just get one thing out of a book like Franchising Freedom to make it worthwhile. And there's one other thing about Franchising Freedom, which hasn't come up so far, which I just wanted to reiterate, is that you could be a franchisee, you could pick up Franchising Freedom, and you will get something out of it that will make your franchise business more successful. You could be a business owner that is thinking of franchising their business, and I guarantee tee you that you will find things out in franchising freedom that will make a difference to your journey of franchising your business. You could be an existing franchisor, like the franchisors that are are in the book, represented in the book. And listen, we're never too old to learn, and we should never be so proud and arrogant to think that we know everything. And sometimes just hearing the same thing that you already know, but from somebody else's perspective and somebody else's experience is enough to give you your own renewed perspective on something which which you thought you know about, which can make a difference in your business and your and your life. So yeah, that, that's franchising freedom.
1: <laughs> you know, Peter, we give plenty of material to prospective franchisees to learn about our businesses before we can invite them to participate and become franchisees. The governments make certain that we give them plenty of material to read by virtue of disclosure documents and heavy reading that mm-hmm. they do need lawyers to help them make sense of. That's why I love this book because this book becomes beside the documents. Documentation that the government dictates, it becomes a really practical common sense tool to help guide and navigate the reader through the course of learning more about franchising and to your point, from whatever their perspective may be. Usually at this point, I'm asking my guests to provide contact info for those that may be interested in communicating with them further, but we're not going to do that today. They're going to have to buy the book yes. to find out how to get in touch with you and talk further. I think if there's one thing that you've demonstrated as the author, as the person who is the ringleader here that's put all of this together. Your passion and empathy are... Way up there on a scale of one to 10. Your heart and soul are really into this project, and you've made believers out of all of us that have contributed and said yes to you. So I'm proud to be amongst that group.
2: Thank you, Stan. And
1: really happy to have you here today to share this project with our audience. And hopefully, everybody that has heard this today will make the investment of $4.99 worth every penny. Peter Daly Dixon, thank you so much for joining us, and thank you for sharing with my audience here on Franchise Today.
2: Thank you, Stan. Appreciate the opportunity.
1: Peter's passion is contagious, you simply can't make that up, which is why I believe he is so right for franchising. We all know that it takes capital to succeed in franchising, whether as a Z or a Zor, but we all trade in multiple currencies, and cash is but one of those. Passion is yet another absolute must for success, and Peter has no shortage of that. Let's keep eyes on the book, Macanta, and Peter himself. I think we'll be hearing more about all three in the weeks and months of ahead. Next week, another passionate franchising friend, author, undercover boss, and franchising pro, Jeff Dudan, right here next week on Franchise Today. Until then, keep doing the very best you can. I'm Stan Friedman, wishing you the best, the very best in all things franchising, and Franchise Today is out.